Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. Oh, and I remain positive Chuck Mockler. We're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast, just a couple of best friends and Clipper credential media folks who bring you the news about the Clippers. Absolutely, it's a good time. It's a good time, and uh, kicking off the good time today, we're talking Thirsty Thursday. Mm -hmm. Every single Thursday, we talk about who and what we're thirsty for, what we want to see more of, and... This year, with a team running it back, it's a little bit hard to judge what we want to see more of, but <laughs> yeah. we have some ideas. We're we found some stuff. We found some stuff. We're going to be talking uh, Paul George. We're going to be talking Ty Lue. We're going to talk, as always, the center rotation uh, <laughs> and how this team can improve, uh, which we are very thirsty for. And then in segment two, we're talking about Terrence Mann. Uh, there has been some clamoring for a possible MIP season. <laughs> Look, we're going to run down the numbers. I don't want to deflate anyone's There's bubble. a very small, narrow area where you can get to it that I will argue, but it will be an uphill battle. Very narrow. Very, very narrow. Uh, and then in shavings, we're mostly talking Reggie Jackson. The signing was made official today by the team. We heard from Paul George. Uh, and we also will give you your daily third center update. <laughs> so all that and more coming up right about now. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, so we are talking Thirsty Thursday, where we kind of talk about what we want to see. <sighs> ah, goo, 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 Yep, all right, chugging that can of Clippers uh, beer. Soda? Yes, soda. Um, let's talk Paul George, because with Kawhi out, probably for a majority of the season, despite what I now believe based on seeing him dribble a ball three times at a summer league game he was attending. The, the question for Paul George for me is, what more do we want versus what more does the team need? Because I was looking at his numbers during the play, like basically is he going to have to play at the level he played during the entire playoffs to lead the Clippers to a top four seed? He averaged 27, 10, and 5 in last year's playoffs. Phenomenal run. Great. Absolutely Incredible. unreal. I think still was like top three in minutes played, even after, I don't know, some crazy thing like that. Um, his 18-19 MVP top three year, he averaged 28-8-4. So we basically would need him to be like 27-10-5 to me is the same as 28-8-4, if that makes sense in terms of like total impact, right? Like, oh, agree. Get a couple more boards, get one more assist, one less point. It might be even better. Does he need to borderline be better than he was the MVP year. So for the Clippers to be and when I and I guess we gotta kinda define what we want the Clippers to be next season, which I think they're a top four seed. So I think and look, this is a little bit of a digression, but I think if Paul George ever had a shot at winning MVP, which he has in the past before, but if he had like a legitimate chance at number one stealing the whole thing, it's got to be this season, baby. I agree, man. He's a two-way player. He's an elite two-way guy. Like he also got DPOY votes the year yeah. that he was uh, third or whatever in the MVP voting. Like it's doable. It's doable. And here's the thing: like he'll not only. I mean, the numbers. I think he can get to the numbers. I think sure. uh, the yeah. bigger thing sometimes with MVP is the narrative thing, but this time so, he'll actually have that on his yeah, side. Yeah, the narrative is already completely on his side. Yeah. That's a really good point. But in terms of like stepping up his level of play, uh, like as as a player, as what we're thirsty for, man, I, I'm just thirsty for more of the same. And I guess the thing I would like to see or that I'm thirsty for is the level of defense that we know he's capable of, 
for 72 games or 82 games, yeah. um, which I know is a lot to ask, especially when he's the leading scorer. Right. Um, and, but, but that's the MVP thing, right? Like It's just like when you see glimpses of it, it's so good. And I don't think that he's like... He's one of the smoothest defenders. I, it's, I don't think it's a thing where he's like taking time off or being lazy. There is a physical limit to the amount of energy you can exert, right? right for sure. Like, I, well, there's also the thing too, and we've talked about it before, when you're a smooth player like Paul George is, when you're a smooth player, when it's going great, it looks so good. He but, is one of my favorite basketball, like absolutely, not, like Clipper or non-Clipper, one of my favorite basketball players to watch. Yeah, and when it's going bad, you think, oh, he doesn't look like he's trying, and you're like, no, that he is trying. It's this. He's literally too smooth to look like he's trying. Hooper, not a basketball oh, player. We're not. I'm. <laughs> God damn it. Um, and on defense, he makes defense look easy, which I think is the mark of a really good defender. Like, he makes defense look like it's just not as hard as this to guard elite wings. And he's very and good. And guards. Yeah. Being guard like one through four. So it's just, he can be as good as that year. That was the last time he was the number one option. And he was third in MVP voting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and I like that one, point about an, the narrative, too. And a number one option next to a very ball-heavy kind yeah. of guard. And now that he's kind of expanded... His playmaking, his playmaking, like basically. So last season, regular season, he averaged 23, six and five. So the assists, I'm not worried about that at all. Those are going to be five. It might be even higher. Who knows? If he got to that six number, which would be tied for leading the Clippers in terms of assists per game. Yeah. John Rondo held that record during the regular season, (laughs) which is like, which is whatever, whatever. Uh, Dude, six, 23. Oh man. I don't like 23. Eight and six, or twenty-five. He's gonna eight average. And six. He's gonna average over know. twenty-five. Yeah, he's gonna average over twenty-five for sure. Um, Can PG be a thirty-point per game guy? Absolutely. I think that's a knock on him from like outside right. noise. He definitely can. I think one. I think one of the months during his MVP caliber season, he averaged like thirty-six, and he was Player <sighs> of the Month. Like, and he might have averaged like Just ten nasty. boards too. So. It's doable, um, but I'm... 30, 30 points per game. Like, I just like for context, 30 points. points per game for a two-way player who's as impactful Who has to, on, on the other them. end of the floor is so absurd yeah. to me. It's insane. It's a lot It's a lot harder for someone who does, who plays both sides of the ball well, like Paul George. Yeah. Um, I'm So I'm thirsty for another MVP contention year, and I think that thirst is going to get quenched. I mean, I think he's going to have... I think it's revenge season part two, to be perfectly honest. This is I told you so season. And this is... Uh, this is. I think the revenge has already been done, but this is the I told you guys this. And this is a sequel that's better than the original. 100%. Maybe a Saw 2 situation. Okay, so... that I mean, that about does it for Paul George, right? Yeah, we we know what we want. We need... I mean, yeah, we need MVP caliber, and I think we're going to get it. So, what else are we thirsty for? I'm thirsty to see who kind of steps up offensively which has to happen like it has for to. the clippers to be you're losing another successful. 26 point per game score yeah uh-huh. um i'm confident it will happen there's no second star for a while probably maybe so someone's gonna have to do it um and like it, it's funny right because when healthy the clippers have the 213 connection so like we're pretty much kind of good for oh, those two yeah. dudes no matter what happens and then enough they're good for 50 for sure. In a game, which is nuts. Yes. And then we had enough role players that only one other guy really needed to be like 
on maybe that night offensively. Yeah. Like we needed one other guy to be like, oh, we caught a heater. And I guess this kind of ends up is this goes to Marcus Morris because, I mean, Marcus Morris will have to score more than 13 points per game. He's going to be, I mean, I'm glad that you're bringing this up because he is going to have to be so elite on both ends of the ball. I'm not worried about defense. I think health-wise that was kind of an issue this season we saw a couple times. He did also, like, he did come back from a knock and he did have to play his yeah. way back into shape. For sure. Which is never ideal. No, but hopefully, sucks. <laughs> hopefully with, like, a healthy offseason, um, he'll be ready to be inserted in the starting lineup. Yeah. Off the jump. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, like, we know what Mook can do, man. So I guess I'm thirsty for Mook to step up. I guess that kind of, we, you know, kind of meandered our way to that, but... Is Marcus Morris going to be able to put up 18 points a game? Oof. And play good? I mean... Maybe. Is that... But, like, that's kind of what we need, maybe, right? Like, that's... It's possible. I feel like that's not asking out of the realm of what the Clippers need. What if he wins the most improved player? <laughs> and uh, I mean, now he's sick as hell. I don't think it'll happen, but... So, as far as players go, we, we, we're a little bit limited on time right now. So, if you're wondering why we haven't yeah. talked Terrence Mann yet, uh, we're going to talk him basically in the for full sure. second segment. Let's, let's, get, let's talk yeah, about yeah. Ty Lue. Because uh, I think we're thirsty for some things from Ty Lue. He's yeah. got some priorities this year. And to me, the biggest thing really is defense, specifically the, the, the pick and roll defense. Absolutely. But defense in general, look, we know that defense in the regular season is not Ty Lue's main concern, which is fine. It's <laughs> right. fine. It's been yeah. that way. It was that way with the Cavs. He talked about the secret defense the Cavs had that one year for the yeah. playoffs. Like, Yeah, it's been that way for the Clippers. Look, I, I mean... I just feel like at times this team is a little bit underachieving here. I mean, we historically, were, we, and the last like ever since they tried to do Clamp City, things have gone awry. We were, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were eighth uh, in the regular season in defensive rating, which I mean, like it's not terrible. Don't get me wrong. Right. I just think personnel top wise, third. To, I think personnel wise, this is a top. This should be a top five defensive rating for team. sure. I'd agree with Period. that. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred uh, percent. Uh, yeah. And then the other thing we're thirsty for, and I think you and I can both agree on this, <laughs> basically some sort of clarification on the center rotation and what there's no their goals are. There, there's no timelines, but basically, I mean, we're looking at it on both ends of the floor. We're barely in the top 10 in paint defense. We're in the top 10 only because it's a three-way tie. <laughs> yes! But we're giving up an average of 47.2 points per game in Consistent issue with the Clippers all year. Which I think is an issue. Yeah. And look, when talking about the center rotation, I'd basically like to have a couple of looks. All right, so clearly yeah, Zoo, crazy. Zoo is in there for the defense. That's the, <laughs> right. basically the only thing he provides positively. Yeah. Consistently. <laughs> uh, and who knows how much time he's going to miss. Right. Surge can also be a rim deterrent. Not worried about him being inserted in the starting lineup while Sue is out. I th- he can I think shoot. He can, he can spread the well. floor. We love it. Yeah. Yes. The other thing that we still don't have figured out is, like, who can be the scorer around the rim? That's a good call. So, I mean, having some space uh, around the rim is great for, like, a runway for Kawhi and Paul George. Opens up the mid-range for someone like Kawhi, who you're never mad when he takes a mid-range jumper. Yes. Yeah. But without Kawhi, I think it would be nice to just have some reliable finishing. Yeah. Just even for, like, a little bit of a spark off the bench. I'm not even talking about this has to be, like, a main function of our offense. A of Luke course Kennard. not. A Jay Scrub. <laughs> He's going to be in the post. I don't know. He might drive. Put him in the post. He might score at the rim. Well, so then it comes down to, like, so you mean post player scoring at the rim? Because I feel like 
In terms of I mean somebody who can be down low and reliably get the ball. In terms of just get there. In terms of driving and north south stuff, yes, I would like to have one more guy, but not at the center position. No, that makes total sense. Um, We're not getting a ball handling center for a vet. Okay, we we trade for we trade Rondo for Jokic. Um, That's a really good one that we should monitor, and that has to do with what we're going to talk about in the third segment, which is of course that third center coming up. We're going to be talking Terrence Mann as a potential most improved player candidate. Some fans think it's, he, he will be. We'll get into it. But first, got to give a shout-out to a couple of sponsors who make this whole thing possible. Uh, so there's a few, li- a few things in life that aren't fun to talk about. One of them is, you know, stubbing your toe. And one of them is excessive sweating. Sometimes people talk about that. You know, yeah, when you're sweating through your shirts for no reason, it's pretty embarrassing. Uh, some of you may know someone that has dealt with this, and it can be difficult but uh, I know this isn't life and death, but there are much worse problems in the world. But let's be honest, in the moment, sweating way too much feels like a big deal. Nobody likes to pit out during an important speech, interview, or first date. Whoever is above forbid. I'd much rather not worry about it. And that's why people use sweat block antiperspirant wipes. Sweat block is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go to bed, get a great night's sleep. Next morning, you wake up, wash... And go about your day without worrying about sweat, guaranteed. Does it work on your palms, too, or just armpits? All, every part that sweats. No more pitting out. No more palming out. No more picking your shirts based on what will hide sweat better. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code LOCKEDON. That's all capital letters, one word, LOCKEDON. Or at Amazon and CVS, and now that you're not sweating and ner- you might be a little nervous, but now that you're not showing your nervousness, where should you go buy auto parts? You gotta check out Rock Auto. You gotta. Look, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Oh, yeah. They're a great business. They're a family-owned company. Look, with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Look, is your Odyssey an LX? Is it an EX? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Truly, we may never find out. And why wait while the counter person uh, orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? Look, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership look quick example here honda odyssey which you know i love i drive i have the fuel pump is 353 dollars from a chain store 216 bucks from rock auto what that's some easy money in your pocket math right there as i said earlier rock auto is a family business they've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years rock auto prices are reliably low for every customer they have everything you could need brake parts tail lamps motor oil even new carpet go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs go to rockauto.com right now see all those parts available for your car or truck right locked on and they're, how did you hear about this box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, we're back after a tag team rock team rock auto ad. Oh, yeah. You love to see it. Oh, that, that's sure. the alley-oop. That's yeah. the alley-oop of Locker <laughs> Yeah, Anyways, you set it up. We're talking, <laughs> Terrence Mann, is he a possible most improved player award candidate? So I want to preface this with, this is a bit of a fringe belief in Clippers fandom. Can I just say no? Sure. 
But we're going to need some evidence to back it up, which I can see on the outline you definitely have. But let's talk about how it might happen. Um, he obviously had one of the greatest Clippers playoff performances of all time. Um, you know, we need someone else to step up. A lot of people assume that Terrence Mann is going to be starting, which I kind I want him to start. I think it's... What's your starting five with Terrence Mann in it? Just real quick. I mean, Just off the top of your head, no no criticism, no freezing cold takes. Okay. It's Reggie, Mann, PG, Mook, whatever one of our centers is healthy between Serge and Zoo. I'm not mad at it. It's nothing different. There's no re- I feel like there's no reason to do anything super crazy. Yeah. But I'm also not entirely sure we are that he's going to be starting. Just because Ty Lue's Ty Lue. Yeah. And we might see some weird stuff opening night. Um, but let's just talk about this in terms of the Most Improved Player Award. For reference, Julius Randle won Most Improved Player last year, posting these statistical improvements. He increased his points per game from 19 to 24. He increased his assists per game from 3 to 6. And he managed to shoot 41% on 5.5 threes per game. Had never shot over 34%. Before that season. Man's stats last year make it seem like he will have to take a huge leap to get most improved player. The space is there. The space to jump is there. Just like the space for Paul George to get the MVP award is there. The space for Terrence Mann is there. But he really can't mess up at any point. He averaged 7-3-1 last season. Which is weird to look at after what he did in the playoffs. Um... However, in the playoffs, he had five games of double-digit scoring and 17 legitimate appearances. He technically had 19 appearances, but two of them were less than a minute, 30 seconds combined, so I'm not really Yeah, we're not counting those. Um, shot 42% on threes, but it was, only, it was less than two per game. Like, if, if he became the Clippers' close-to-20-point scorer and upped his assists, he could become most improved player, but that's going to be difficult. Look... I, I don't want to get down on this. I love Terrence Mann. I think if you're factoring in the playoffs, um, I mean, last year he has to be one of the most improved players, right? His right. game high in scoring in the playoffs last season, four points. Yeah. Game high this season, <laughs> 39. 39, baby. We'll never forget it. Uh, So, I mean, like, I, I think if you factored the playoffs into that, <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think that there could be, you know, some sort of argument. I almost think there should be a most improved uh, player per team, not not on the same like not on the same level. Oh, like those as, weird team awards that the Agua Caliente Clippers it, gave out a couple years ago. Yeah, right. Best like, ball handler. Like, I mean, exactly. Yeah. Like, I think most improved on the team last year. Obviously, I mean, man, he took such a huge jump, especially sure. when you factor in the playoffs. But look, I mean, like, you run down the list of the most improved players over the last twenty. One years and like small sample size, but okay. <laughs> over half of them have averaged, you know, twenty plus points per game. Right, and those who didn't, you know, average five, like five or more rebounds per game, and like three or more assists. So I mean, like, there's one season in particular that sticks out to me. Tell me about it. It's ironically or maybe coincidentally more so coincidentally the paul george season that he won most improved player he also came back from a gruesome leg injury um he averaged 17 7.6 so for all intents versus eight and four assists 17 8 and four is a number that i think our averages that terrence man i think can get to 
But with how the Clippers attack is kind of egalitarian outside of when Paul George and Kawhi have to do their thing, mostly it's going to be Paul George next year, so maybe some space opens up. I think it's just going to be hard to find literally the shots. Yeah. I don't know, man. Look, if he averaged 14, 6, and 4. Wild success. Look, it's, I mean, it's not enough to win most improved player award, but if he could get to that. But in our heart of hearts. If he could get to that number, I'm telling you, like, that is unbelievable. That is insane. Yeah. For, I mean, like, where he was drafted, what he's He only averaged, like, one assist last season, which blows my mind. So if he breaks three and a half, it's it's a success, and I think he might like. I, I now that we kind of know what his role is, it was his breakout year. He's coming into a year where we know what he's great at. Yeah, Tyloo can put him in a position to succeed. I think I think it's possible if he goes double digits for points, fourteen, sure, above five rebounds per game, above five rebounds a game, and then if he gets to over three and a half assists. That's a wildly successful I, season. I, 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 I'm even not gonna, MIP. 14, 6, and 3. I would be like, oh, it would blow my mind. It'd be so, it would, I'll tell you what, it'd be fantastic for the Clippers uh, roster, obviously. It would also take the Clippers drafting off the hook a bit because people pretend that oh, yeah. the Clippers draft well because they drafted Terrence Mann and Shea. And you're like, yeah, look at the other picks, buddy. Um, it's interesting. Like he made a jump in rebounding, but he's he's a bigger. Said I thought it was interesting. <laughs> Shout out Cooper Spencer. Um, but he's a bigger guard. Like for all intents, like a he's weird not a guard. Tweener guard. He's not a guard. Lowercase g guard. How about that? Um, so I think he's gonna. I mean, Kawhi's out. Like he's gonna have to step up, and I think he will, just like he did in the playoffs. But I yeah. think MIP might be a little far off. Maybe the year after this one. Well, I, I, I actually kind of like heard an interesting argument on uh, one of the big media podcasts. I believe it was Zach Lowe. Oh, fancy man. Listens to the big media podcast. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, he's got uh, headphones. Um, <laughs> uh, well, they were kind of talking about how like third or fourth year players maybe shouldn't be considered for most improved player because... From a technical standpoint, that's when you're supposed to make a jump, right? right. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's theoretically like when you should. You figured be, it out. At this everything point. should kind of be coalescing. The team yeah. has figured out what your role is. You, you know what you're you good have at. confidence in yeah. your skills. Um, so I think that that's certainly fair. So I think that I don't think that this is the season. But if he gets to like that kind of number Maybe that we were talking about, like I mean, if he gets to that, like yeah, like that fourteen five and three kind of. Situation. 14, all right, I will say this. 14, 5, and 3 is... Then he's a season away. I think that he's, he's a legitimately season a season away from a most improved player award. It's so weird because the year after this is when Kawhi's back, right? And we have this kind of, like, then it's like, how do you win MIP? But anyway, if he averages 14, 5, and 3, oh, there's playing time for that. Man, pun intended. <laughs> I meant to do that. It's, fun, it's something fun to think about. It, it excited me because I was like, all right, well, I don't think he'll win most improved player, but what does the most improved Terrence Manier look like? And I think double-digit scoring, five and three. Ten plus, five and three. Yeah. And we are at fantastic levels. 100%. Whew, God, it's going to be a good time. Um, Man, I'm getting hyped. I'm so I'm fired up right now. I'm so fired up. I'm going to go watch those highlights from a 39-point game. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking a whole bunch of Reggie Jackson. And then we have, of course, you've been waiting for it all episode, the third center update. But first, we got to give a shout out to Bet Online. 
the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing like they do with the bats, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. You can get the latest news and odds for uh, MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action, as well as a bunch of uh, foreign leagues, which is always fun. If you like playing the odds and you're not as worried about who's actually on the team, bet on Polish basketball. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs in baseball specifically. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That promo code is locked on. I'm going to give you a tip right now. Maybe take the Dolphins under for wins. I love the Dolphins. 10 was a lot last year. I think they might be getting a little overvalued. We'll see what happens. Uh, one more time, that promo code is locked on. All capital letters, one word. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so we're back with shavings, and basically we're talking Reggie Jackson. Look, the signing was made official today by the team. Yes. Interestingly enough, so he, weird how that the timing of all this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like so goofy. It felt imminent, but I'm glad we were able to make it happen. Is if it kind of crazy that the NBA like allows Woj and Shams like from like they absolutely should be from allowed a, to, from a monopoly perspective? But well, you know what I mean. Like if you're the NBA, you kind of maybe despise the fact that Woj and Shams spoil all these deals Somebody, am i wrong i'm not like saying they should be outlawed but if you are the nba you're like shit like this sucks somebody made a great uh like data visualization uh i love a data visualization of sort of like the amount of news uh that was broken by like oh right. and yeah, yeah, yeah and it's an insane amount and and look i i mean i don't know i think that i think that it helps you as a team especially a team that is very closed off to the media to have like working relationships with the people who are at the top of their field. And you know what? Like they've gotten to that level and I think that that's great. Yeah. Um, You know, if they want to toss a couple of bones our way, you know, (laughs) I I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. I wouldn't Uh, be mad. But it is funny. But this is, this isn't locked on bitter tears of Chuck (laughs) and Will. The NBA just has to deal with these guys breaking news. Um, Interestingly enough though, the Reggie Jackson contract does include a 15% trade kicker. Yes, and that means that if he gets dealt, the other team has to give him 15% of his contract as a bonus. Yeah. Which is one of the issues with like players like Kevin Love. I think he has a crazy trade kicker. I think Anthony Davis waved. Melo did, but famously waved it. And didn't AD wave his to go to the Lakers? Possibly. I think yeah. he did. Yeah, possibly. I think he did, and then he took a role in Space Jam 2, and everyone was like, this is fishy as hell. Um, yeah. Oh, wow, they paid him the exact same amount. They didn't. That was just a joke. Um... Is that reassuring? Um, look, like it makes it so if you want to trade for Reggie Jackson, you have to give him this one-time bonus. Like we've talked about the guard rotation on this podcast. Uh, it maybe merits its own episode. <laughs> Locked on guard rotations. But if you're moving Reggie Jackson, yeah, who the fuck are you getting at the point guard position? Gundaya, John Wall, <laughs> someone. Yeah. Someone described, I can't remember who it was in the group chat, someone described John Wall as just faster Rondo. <laughs> <laughs> and it absolutely killed me. Um, yeah, I mean, Psyche's back. I don't think this really is indicative of maybe a trade happening. I think it's just a nice thing to give Reggie Jackson. I think he deserves it. I think he earned it. Um, I was surprised at the number of years he was willing to take on the deal. I thought it would be for more years. Yeah. Uh, but it makes sense due to our cap situation. 
And then I guess there's also like a consideration for like bird rights and how that whole thing works out. Yeah. So basically, I, I think that you need a bird lawyer to figure those out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't know enough about the, the aviation situation. Uh, so uh, I I don't know. I'm I'm just glad overall that Reggie is back. You know who else is glad? Paul George. Paul George. Also, I uh, gotta give a shout out to uh, Mason Basada. Who said that John Law was just faster Rondo? It's a very funny joke. Mason. Shout out Mason. He also covers the Clippers for Sports Illustrated. Read his stuff. Um, Paul George is psyched for Reggie. How do you know he's psyched for Reggie? So there was like a, an announcement video with uh, Reggie Vision uh, from the PG and the media team that kind of made the front page of Reddit, uh, Clippers Reddit, albeit. Yeah. Uh, but you know. That's basically all of Reddit. It's good. It's all of Reddit yeah. as far as I'm all concerned. All of Reddit should be just Clippers stuff. I gotta be honest. Reddit sucks ass. No, I wasn't going to say oh. that. <laughs> I was going to say that this announcement, like this Reggie Vision thing, kind of had me tearing up. Oh! Paul George called Reggie Mr. June. Very true. Which I love. And I, I got to be honest, like from a Clippers fan uh, and someone who covers the team all the time, seeing somebody like of Paul George's caliber, this excited both for his friend and like so fired up to be a part of this team. Yeah, Clips, man. It's touching. Like, I, I got to be honest. I, I mean... Look, you know, win, lose, or draw, like, what we've been through for, like, through the past two seasons is just so incredible, like, to take past a step. twenty. What's that? Past 20 seasons. But I mean, <laughs> but I mean especially, sure. like, in the past yeah. two years. We're real like, contenders now. Like, yeah. taking a step back and, like, looking at that is, like, so incredible. And, like, I don't know, man, seeing a guy like Paul George, who is a player I've followed for a long time and really enjoyed for a long time. I mean, just so excited for this team and the fans is, like... I, I, there's nothing else like it. I don't, I don't know what else to say. There's nothing else like it. One of the things I love about it is like sometimes there's championship teams who like don't like each other. Yeah. Like they yeah. show up and they win basketball games and they crush at work, but it's like, this was great. I'm never speaking. It's like Some when of you, maybe the latter warrior years. Well, it's like when you, not, not it's like when you work at a restaurant and you're like, hey man, when I'm here for three hours, you're truly one of my best friends. As soon as I clock out, I'm not seeing you ever again. Yeah. This Clippers team has an effect of every there's it's paul george and the super friends yeah and i mean and that's you know Kawhi has surged like he's obviously friends with everybody but like it's a friend group it's friends playing basketball yeah and it is absolutely wonderful huge shout out to the media team too who they're getting so the clippers media team has gotten a couple people poached yeah which i know charlie widows if he's listening is a little worried about um, I think they'll, they're gonna. I think they're gonna be, be fine. Charlie, Charlie Widows is gonna write this shit. No matter who gets hired, Charlie Widows could work with someone who's never used a computer, and they would produce elite content. <laughs> about it. Um, real quick, third center update. I know it's the biggest issue of the show. We teased it till right at the very end. We're so sorry. Uh, nothing yet. Nothing. Oh, is putting in a pretty hard work performance in the summer league, which we like to see. Uh, cool. He's too slow. Still slow. Need someone better than him as a second center. We know everyone is concerned about this. We'll keep you updated. Uh, Friday's episode, doing a quick preview of what we want to see uh, in the final two Clippers Summer League games versus the Lakers. And I can't remember who the last one. I think it's versus Dallas is the last one on Sunday. Mm-hmm. There's, I'll tell you what, we want to see the opposite of what Amir Coffey's been doing. Uh, a love, Mary quarantine. And then, of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland will. Where can these people tell their bus driver if they have the kind of relationship where they talk every day? 
to listen to a podcast about the Clippers. Oh, tell your fabulous bus driver or Shout out know, all the Metro drivers. employee in yeah, general. Every Metro employee. To check us out on iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. We're on Amazon Music. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked on Clippers. It works fabulously. Hey, we haven't been pitching this enough, but if you feel so inclined, if you would leave a rating or review on iTunes, it would be great. Even yes, if you don't would listen on that platform, it really helps us out. And as always, thank you so much. We really appreciate your listen. We 100% do. Thank you all for rocking with us. Clippers basketball is almost back. Almost. We are also officially going to be on the off-season schedule next week. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be three days a week next week. But we'll cross that bridge when we we'll get to it. We'll cross that bridge. Uh, I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. And as always, we appreciate you.